Welcome to Last Week in Gaming, where we talk about games we ran or played last week. I'm your host, Matt J. Let's get started. Last Week in Gaming and the Diceology Podcast and the 211 Show are made possible by listeners like you. Support my dream hustle at patreon.com, MadJ0, all letters. Let's make this our regular thing. Ooh, last week was kind of big. I got a lot of stuff, so strap in. You might need a snack. For Diceology, I'm doing a superhero series of podcasts this year. We're starting with Champions Now, and I've got the second session recorded in the books. Issue number two of the Reddit Capital Cryptids for Who the Bel Samu Tolls. Anita and Raul force a standoff with Sister Mary Agnes and the Order of St. Gideon after they have put a crossbow bolt through Michael, Father Martin's brother. Now, to be fair, Michael was wearing a priest uniform uh, and being an identical twin of Father Martin. Pretty much looked like Father Martin to the Order of St. Gideon. But Father Martin, realizing his powers are still active, uh, he begins searching through the museum for more unholy threats. And it's not very long before he finds Belsamu, Herald of the Queen in Yellow. Belsamu is a ghast, G-H-A-S-T. I uh, was inspired by the D&D undead ghast and uh, made a Champions Now supervillain inspired by that. It takes the whole team, Raul in his gigantic aquatic form, Father Martin's negation abilities, and Anita Black's necromancy to put Belsamu back to rest. Of course, while that battle is happening, Sister Mary Agnes and the Order of St. Gideon kidnap the wounded Michael and leaves Father Martin with a text message. You know where to find me. All in all, it was a good session. We've got three players. Two are new to Champions Now. One has uh, Champions Now experience under his belt. Uh, we're getting into a nice groove. Folks are figuring things out mechanically. I think uh, session three... Uh, we're going to spend some downtime getting into the situations of the three different characters. So I'm looking forward to that. Of course, Twilight 2000 is still alive, well, and kicking. I think we're about to get some new life into our sessions. We've got a new player joining us and a brand new organic story arc that is, uh, that is happening. And I'm glad we were aware enough to recognize uh, we're, we're switching um, yeah, arcs. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, I don't have a plot, and we're operating in the sandbox that is Twilight 2000, but you can feel when things shift and change, and we had a catch-up session with at least half of the group talking about what we want to get out of this new, uh, and I say in quotes, story arc, and um, as players and for our characters. Um, I'm happy because I have the uh, Urban Operations uh, splat book and so the consensus is they want to spend the winter in-game winter uh in a city um instead of out in the wild and uh and so we're we're taking a turn from survival in the wasteland out in the wild to uh, survival in the city urban operations is built or made to cover all of that so i'm excited that i will get more heavy use out of that book lifted indomitable Powered by Cortex. We're still in playtesting the next iteration of my 
Frenzy Initiative. That's my working title. I don't know ultimately what it's going to get called. I think we're getting it dialed in, though. Um, posted up on Substack, kind of a brief how it works. Essentially, all the characters discuss and declare what their actions are till everybody's happy with those actions. The order of that discussion does not matter. We just got to get down on the table who's doing what. Once that's done, uh, that phase is done, everybody builds their declared action dice pools, and then they roll those all together, right? Then, looking at those dice pools, actions are ordered by the highest single die in a pool first, right? And then down the line. For defenders who have not yet acted, they may abort their declared action to re-roll their dice pool for full defense against whatever that, that attack is against them. Or they can use whatever dice that are unused in their declared action pool for defense. That's a lot to say, but on the table, I like the reaction I'm getting from my playtesters. For sure, there are some folks that do not like uh, this new, tense, compact uh, way of play. It's not safe, right? And so they're not wrong. They don't like how it feels. Uh, but when we talk about it, uh, everything they're saying is exactly the experience I want. Um, and lifted being powered by Cortex means you can drop this component uh, out and go back to action order to resolve initiative or any of the other components for handling combat in initiative and Cortex. So uh, I think that's fantastic. I like it. But I think I'm getting what I need out of this new initiative system. So I think more play is needed. Uh, I got to catch those edge cases and those weird scenarios. Uh, and we can only see that through more play. So Role Master 2, uh, I had a session zero Sunday. That was that was pretty good. That's the nostalgia game. Um, we're scheduled for six to eight sessions of this. The question I have is, is it all nostalgia in my head? Or is this still a good game if you get some good organization and some practices on the table about how to manage those charts, right? So, so far, we've got a uh, Cavalier, a Magician, a Rogue, and a Centaur Bounty Hunter. They're all going to make the trek from the Port of Azar to the Acropolis of Skalu in order to see an Oracle that is reported to be there. Uh, that is the adventure for the six to eight sessions. Uh, I'm excited to see how that goes. Uh, we're using the RM2 core book. Most of the core rules out of that. Some of the character options are coming from a few of the other companions, uh, but we haven't folded in any optional other rules from those companions. We'll see how it goes. Also, I have acquired, and I'm reading and prepping, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Palladium. We're going to run this on Twitch actual play, probably in March. Uh, again, another nostalgia game. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you updated. A-State, we're still on. It got preempted this past Sunday by the Super Bowl. But yay, Chiefs. And yay, Rihanna. So that was some good stuff. I'm also taking a, another swing at, at five parsecs from home. My initial run, I got caught up painting minis and then playing through the introductory adventure. And I think I fell... It's my fault. I think I fell flat because things were a little too generic. But then it occurred to me, 
uh, I can easily fix that, right? The game lets you pull in minis from anywhere, right? From anything. And I got like a metric butt ton of kill team minis because we play a lot of kill team here at the house. So uh, I'm going to build myself a, uh, uh, a crew using my kill team minis and uh, play five parsecs from home kind of themed and skinned with the Warhammer 40k lore, specifically kill team type stuff, right? And I will run back through that solo game. Um, they've got a new splat book out, the Freelancer's Handbook for Five Parsecs from Home. And uh, so I'm interested in seeing uh, some of the new things that are in there. They've got some uh, new character options like psionics, uh, some new gear, ship parts, stuff like that. There's expanded ways to play. Uh, there's something called dramatic combat. And then there's a no minis combat resolution. So I'm kind of curious to see what all that looks like. Get that on the table and play. And use my kill team as the default setting as I play through this game. And now I'm stoked again. I'm about to run some Unguard, the swashbuckling game. Uh, published by Margam Evans. Uh, you can find that on... Play by Post is dead on Substack. I'm interested in this game's ability to generate engaging play. Uh, I've played some short versions of it, and it's always been fun. Uh, the hardest part for me is getting my head into that French time period. Uh, but I'm doing it because I want to deconstruct how this game works. I have some ideas of where I want to take that model to in a more modern setting. But before I do that, I got to get some uh, some play experience under my belt. And I'll do that on my Play by Post is Dead substack. That substack is very, 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 very experimental because Play by Post might be dead. Uh, I'm trying to find that out too. So in any event, let me know what you've been up to, what you're playing, what you're prepping or reading. Uh, what nostalgic game is pulling at your heart? Let me know in the comments. That's my show. Thanks for listening. Send your comments, questions about this episode to me. I'm on Patreon at MadJZero, all letters. Or send it to Twitter at GoDiceology. And you know, subscribe, rate, and like. Let's make this our regular thing.